Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs> We've reached hadith number 28. When Anas radiallahu anhu, anha, فلما دفن قالت فاطمة رضي الله عنها أطابت أنفسكم أن تحثوا على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم التراب رواه البخاري فأنس رضي الله عنه narrates when the health of the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم began to deteriorate the pangs of death began overpowering him فاطمة رضي الله عنها said oh how painful the pangs of death are to my father he said, after this day, your father will experience no more pain. When he passed away, she said, O oh, my father, you replied to the call of your sustainer. O oh, my father, the garden of Firdos is your abode. O oh, my father, we shall convey this news to Jibreel. When the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa was buried, Fatima said, did it please you to throw sand or dirt over the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Imam al-Nawi radiallahu anhum, he includes this narration in the chapter on patience. And there is no doubt, as we were mentioned yesterday, that the return of our Prophet ﷺ to Allah Most High was the most significant tribulation for the companions of Rasulullah. And in this narration, that we have a special mentioning of the blessed daughter of our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Fatima Al-Batul Al-Zahra Fatima to Bid'atun Minni Our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Is that Fatima is a piece of me And it is for this reason that she surpassed All of the other female companions And that as some will say All of the companions By virtue of her being a piece of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi And on one occasion that some of them wanted to have a discussion about who was the best female companion. And one of the scholars said, put Sayyidah Fatima aside, and then we can have a discussion. Because Sayyidah Fatima, Fatima too, bid'atun minni. That who did our Prophet say this about other than her? That she's a piece of me. And one of her, that her kunya, and really it's a type of epithet, is um abiha, is the mother of her father. There's an outward meaning to that and there's an inner meaning to that. But 
She was the blessed daughter of our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And on the first day of this month of Rabi Al-Awwal, it is only fitting that we that have a narration about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And this narration has a sadness to it because it is a window into how much the companions loved him and how difficult it was for them to lose him, However, they had to submit to their Lord. They had to be patient. And they had to be steadfast as long as they're here in this world. And from a different perspective, our Prophet met his Lord, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our Prophet, as long as he was required to remain here in this world and convey the message, he remained. But when it was a matter of choice that he chose the Rafiq al-Ala, to return to the greatest companion, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we also learn from this that the tribulation of the prophets is greater than the tribulation of anyone else, and this manifests even in how they return to Allah. And so the narration here says, Lama thakula, from this word in Arabic, thakula literally is to be heavy. But what it means here is, is that when the prophet was extremely sick, and the karb here is the pain that comes from going through the throes of death, the pangs of death, as it is called. And our Prophet that it he went through a very difficult state because he was so beloved to Allah. And this is what is important to understand. Because he was that's so honorable with Allah and had such a great rank with Allah Ta'ala. And it's an indication that Allah Ta'ala, when he loves someone, oftentimes he will cause them to go through difficulties throughout their life, but maybe even at the end of life. And it's a means for raising their degree. And I heard our teachers say this as well. If there's a particular rank that someone has to reach and they haven't done what they need to do to reach that rank with their acts, Sometimes they'll have difficulties happen towards the end of their life and go through immense tribulation and so that they can reach that rank. So sometimes people see those things outward and they're like, mm, that might be a bad sign, but no. The true people of Allah see it very differently. This is something that Sheikh Muhammad Al-Yaqubi was mentioning at the Aza of our dear brother Osama Rahimahullah Ta'ala to gather him with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the elect of the righteous in the hereafter and on Yom Al-Qiyamah and eternally in paradise. He said that some people think that, subhanAllah, when people go through difficulties and Allah causes things to happen at the end of their life, it's a bad sign. That mentioned an example of one of the Mashaykh where someone created a problem between his, uh, between his children right towards the end of his life. and he was The Shaykh was in a state where he couldn't talk. So he couldn't rectify between them or do anything about it. And he sees all of this happening. And Muhammad was saying that the people who look at this outwardly wondered, how could this happen? Such a great sheikh. It was so pious. And he said that the people of Intersight knew that this was outwardly a tribulation, but inwardly a means for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to raise him to a very high rank. And so Sayyidah Fatim, when she sees what our Prophet is going through, the pangs of death, the throes of death, and all of the difficulty, uh, what does she say? That, yeah, abata, that, wa, wa, he, she says, wa karba abata, where she is 
Now, recognizing that our Prophet is going through difficulties, as it translates it here, that, oh, how painful the pangs of death are to my father. And that she didn't want to see her father go through that. And this shows that, that having empathy for people and the pain that we feel in our heart in relation to loved ones, and no one was more beloved to them than the Rasul does not take from someone's submission to the divine decree. And when our Prophet heard this, that he responded to her. And what did he say? Your father will experience no more pain after this day. And think about the blessing of that. If we live right in this world, and by what it is that we go through, the tribulations, the pain, everything that we that suffer here in this world, once we return to the next world, that's it. It could be one moment and we're gone. Our spirit, our spirit leaves our body, that's it. And if we lived right, we'll inshallah ta'ala have our nasib and our portion of this. That there'll be no more pain after this day. Once, if we live right, and we are that following the sunnah of our Prophet sallallahu and we return to Allah, there is no more pain after that. And then, that as the narration says, that uh, Sayyidah Fatima said a number of different things, and that... One of the things she says is, Ila, ya abata al-firdos ma'wa. And that the garden of Firdos is your abode. And that Firdos is the highest degree of paradise. And there is a hadith that says, Ila sa'altum Allah ta'ala fas'aluhu al-firdos. That if you ask Allah for something, ask Him for Firdos. Ask Him for Firdos. And in this narration, because it is the highest place of paradise. And that in this narration, it says sir, and that, and actually, sorry, it's dhamm here, surrul jannah. And um, when we say surrul jannah, that means wasat, the middle. And this is why Sir Abdelaziz al Dabag, and according to this hadith, uh, the Prophet's place in paradise is the highest place in paradise, but it's in the middle of paradise. And Sidi Abdelaziz al Dabag says is that the secret is that our Prophet even wanted to be close to his Ummah in paradise. So it's the highest place in paradise, yet it is in the middle of paradise. And this Arabic word wasat contains both of these meanings. Awsat and nas are like the khiyar and nas, the best of people. And um, so the middle is considered to be the best. And that uh, in a, another narration, in who wasat al jannah, Firdos is in the middle of paradise. And it's the highest level of paradise. And its roof is the throne of the All Merciful, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we, there's a number of blessed meanings in uh, this hadith. And that last statement of Sayyidah Fatima is that more statement of the pain that she was experiencing and when she addressed Sayyidina Anas in this way, He translates it here, is that, did it please you to throw that, that dirt over the Messenger of Allah and that we know that in the narration Sayyidina Anas didn't respond. And the meaning behind this is, is that it was painful for him to do so. However, is that he realized 
that this was something that they had to do because this is what they had been commanded to do. And it's a window into showing the connection that they had to the Blessed Prophet Wasallam. As for Sayyidah Fatima, is that shortly before the Prophet passed, is that Sayyidah Aisha saw her from a distance and she was speaking privately with the Messenger Wasallam. And at first she started to cry. And then shortly after that, she started to smile and was very happy. And Sayyidah Aisha wondered why she would at first cry, and then after that, she would smile and be happy. And at first she didn't tell her. The companions knew very well what to tell and what not to tell. And that it was only after the Prophet returned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that she asked her that a second time what had transpired, and Sayyidah Fatima explained to her is that the Prophet told her is that he was going to return to Allah soon. And uh, that this is what made her cry. And that after that is that he explained to her that she was going to be the first of people to meet him in paradise. Well, Sayyidah Fatima was really young. She was in her late 20s when she returned to Allah. She passes away six months after the Prophet so what human being in normal circumstances in their late 20s would be have joy come to their heart that they know they're going to pass away soon? That made her happy that she was going to leave this world and they rejoined with the Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And blessed with iman and benefit from these hadith and from these blessed stories. And may it lead to, in a very real way, our dedication to this deen. And may the realities of Iman be in all of our hearts. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Muhammadin wa alayhi wa sallam wa sallam wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website, at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.